Spencer wants to know is brought to you by the sensitive dependence on initial conditions. Huh? <laughs> the sensitive oppression? No. The sensitive conditions? Dependence. The sensitive dependence of conditions? On initial uh, Oh my god. Condition. The sensitive dependence on initial sensitive dependence? <laughs> I'm actually trying here. The sensitive dependence on initial conditions. The sensitive dependence on initial conditions. That's right. SDIC. That's right. Not S-T-I-C. S-D-I-C. It's S-D-I-C. Well, because last week's episode about butterflies, we talked about the butterfly effect. I got pretty effect, heated. And you said the butterfly effect is not real. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about chaos theory. And another word for the butterfly effect is sensitive dependence on initial conditions. Can you just refresh why I didn't believe it? What was it? That if a butterfly flaps its wings, a tornado hits? Could happen. <laughs> it, like a butterfly in Brazil flaps its wings could lead to a tornado How? happening. Like a snowball effect. What do you mean? <laughs> is, so sensitive dependence on small like, initial conditions. Like so. the wind from the wings makes a tornado? Yeah, it turns a gust into a full-on gale, and then that hits the ocean, and it gets over to Texas and okay. flips the water up. You know, a very small change can cause big consequences down the road. Oh, okay. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're talking about chaos. Chaos theory uh, made me think about behavior. So I've got your grade 9 report card, and you know the section where they talk about your learning skills and work habits, your behavior, basically. Mm-hmm. You get an E for excellent... Uh, G for good, S for satisfactory, and N for needs improvement. Wow, it kind of gets pretty dark really quick. Like, it's like, the first three sound good. Satisfactory? Yeah. Well, it's still pretty soft needs improvement. It's not saying you're bad. Yeah. Uh, so, but your behavior overall in all your report cards has been pretty good, except for grade nine geography. <laughs> oh you my got, gosh. You got five satisfactories, and you got an... For self-regulation, you got a satisfactory. For initiative, that's where you got a needs improvement. Hmm. Low initiative. Well, I remember being a banana in that class. Literally? No, I just was pretty kooky. Just like I was very... I'm going to blame the other students. I was very influenced by everyone else's bad behavior. Mm -hmm. and And it was a small class, and it was hard to be good even though I could tell the teacher wanted me to be that you know good one to influence others I just kind of anyways what kind of antics would you get up to in this class with your classmates just talking chatting a lot you know interrupting I guess did you ever cause chaos at any point in your school career elementary high school we know that you bit a lot of kids and but that was like that was pre school in a way like that was daycare <laughs> okay i'm uh, not that i can think of i i think uh I, I i there's no more to this school thing let's just focus on the chaos theory uh well i think for my school i've told you the story before but in grade three there was a bunch of events that came together that led to a, oh. a freak accident a horrific freak accident that i was i guess the cause of so here are all the the initial I get, conditions that led to this this weird moment in grade three, it was recess, but it was raining outside. So we had to do recess inside. And when we were inside, we would take our rulers and play hockey with a little ball. We'd get on our knees and play hockey yeah. inside the classroom. 
That day we'd also been learning about weights and measurements. So we had all these tiny weights that would weigh a gram or 10 grams, and we had a scale and we were weighing them. And for some reason they were all, these weights were put in a bag on the ground where oh, we're playing hockey. I just remembered what happens. And the, our ball lands on this plastic bag full of weights for some reason, which is on the ground. So instead of picking up the ball, I just whack the ball with my stick, which is on this bag. So it whacks the bag, and somehow one of these tiny weights flies straight up into the air just as my teacher, Madame Garneau, is walking by. And it goes right into her eye. And she has contact lenses, but I guess back then people would have hard contact lenses. Thank God. No, it sh- this is bad. It shatters it, in her eye. It's sh- I thought it protected. <laughs> so it shatters in her eye. Oh, God. And she runs out oh. screaming in pain. Oh, my gosh. We're all eight years old. We're freaked out. Oh. The librarian, who was actually a very nice I lady. Keep touching my eyes. I've never seen her librarian be this mad, but she came in, and she thought we had done this on purpose somehow, and she's yelling at us. She's so livid. And I'm terrified, right? I'm sh- shaking. I, yeah. You know, it was a complete freak accident. And I get home, and somehow the teacher, she knew that I did it, and she calls. And my mom says, it's for you. And she says, Eli, I know that it was you. I know it was an accident, and I, I forgive you. <sighs> That's a pretty chaotic moment for my school days. Yeah, it is. And I'm impressed that the teacher called you and let you know, because were you worried at home? Or had you already uh, forgotten? I don't know. I think I was in shock, really. I didn't yeah. feel anything. I was just uh, like, holy smokes. <sighs> but uh, it was very nice of her to call and, and say it was okay. What? And I think her eye was okay. Yeah, it sounds like... She it. just... Ugh. I think the only thing was she could never wear contact lenses again. Or maybe never oh. wanted to again. Something like that. And then she started wearing glasses as our teacher. Well, we have a puppy, right? And you kind of say your glasses are protection for when he's jumping up or getting a little scratchy. Yeah, his claws. He's growing rapidly. He is. He's got big, heavy paws now, even though he's going to be a small dog. He can just, like, come onto the couch so easily now. Mm. (laughs) This This teacher, too, though, I'm remembering I was chaotic all year because there was something going on in my family's life that I... I think I've suppressed the memory. Are you crying, Spencer? Okay. Um, I think that I haven't washed my face in a while. Yeah. And I was rubbing my eyes throughout the entire time you were getting to the point where it's like the thing goes in her eyes and yeah. I couldn't stop rubbing it. And then the natural oils from my face yeah. got in my eye. Okay. And it's stinging. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm crying out the oil. So, so you can see all these small variables or could lead to big differences, big consequences down the road. Right. But this year... Like, I tried to make coffee and I forgot a piece of the machinery. Yeah, that little <laughs> thing that has the spring loaded that you're supposed to put the filter inside. Spencer just put the filter with yeah. the ground coffee directly. No, the coffee tastes pretty watery to me. I think it's fine. I think it tastes fine. Mm. But this year in grade three was the one year it was chaotic because I was such a good, good, well-behaved child. I would win the politeness award every year. But grade three, something is going on in my family life that was in the news, right? It was like on the front page of the Google newspaper. Google it. Google it. It's hard to find. But it was on the front page of the news. His last name is Bovard. And I think all of a sudden, like, kids at school, like, were, were paying attention to me in a negative way. And I've suppressed those memories. And you can see my, my school books from those years. I was a good student. And that whole year, like, from the start of the year, it goes A's to B's to C's to D's. Holy. And I'm so distracted. And I'm, I go from being a good kid to... 
like the teacher would call on me to read in class and I would just start singing it instead and then she'd and then in grade three because I went to a French school we started learning English and this is like astonishing to me because I do think of myself as a polite person but I had to go up with my work to show the teacher Madame Garneau whose eye I later shattered with this weight and she said (laughs) she said oh you forgot a period at the end of the sentence and I said as an eight-year-old I said what you're on your period and I cannot imagine myself ever being like that and I think it had to do with the negative attention and the effects it was having on me in that year because I was a politeness like back-to-back like back-to-back years grade one grade two I won the politeness award so it's strange that I that I would say that what I won the principal's award twice wait comment on what I said oh uh yeah chaos theory is real all the effects uh affected you and your butterfly wing thing okay um oh yeah the your what you're on your period it seems like something out of a movie from the early 2000s it seems evil though I was eight years old it seems an evil child not too evil Okay. okay a little evil well you're the queen of evil child being can we talk about my poo what award are you win from the principal hmm? there, we... there was an award called the principal's award for what just being the best the best student or the best behaved best or... ever i guess <laughs> did every did a kid from every grade get one or just one for the whole school one for the whole school girl and guy oh they separated it by girl and guy yeah i was thinking about that like does that still happen so what does the award mean? I don't really know. It was a principal's award. It was like the highest honor, and I got it. Did you? Did it was on a pink paper. No. Were you excited to win it? I just I I was basically trying to up your uh, politeness award. That's what you took away from my story that I won the politeness award. That was just a detail to say that I wasn't a bad kid generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about my poop now? Sure. I think we talk about poop a lot on the show. Yeah. Well, it interests me. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> I understand the chaos theory now. I'm on these different medications for Wait, my you mental health. Chaos theory? Yeah, yeah. For my mental health or whatever. For my depression, my acute depression. <laughs> uh, treatment resistant, I think. Treatment resistant. And um yeah, so I'm on, I there's a I went into the hospital or whatever. I'm trying to explain the order of thing, but Basically, I'm on medication, and it clogs me up. Constipates. Constipates me. And um, two days ago, I had a massive poop. Yeah, it was... I I asked Eli to come and look at it. Not not exaggerating. It was at least... It was way over a foot long. (laughs) His face was so funny. I actually caught it on video. He's just, like, stunned. It was and so he said, big. And he was like, I've never done that before. <laughs> Something that large. Well, it's insane to think that, that was, that's been inside your body for God knows how long. I know. Just rotting inside. <laughs> <laughs> I have such stinky toots. And like, not trying to exaggerate, I think it was maybe 13 or 14 inches long. <laughs> Four to five thick. inches in circumference. Yeah. And then <laughs> when she flushed it, it looked like an eel escaping or something it was it looked alive it did when it went down the toilet sorry if that was disgusting thank you okay and now i'm having coffee what if that story was so disgusting that someone drove off the road in their car eli you need to stop thinking about potential chaos theories okay you think people are well-rounded and drive cars and listen ah 
I truly think anyone who drives a car is superior to us. Not just me. It's an us thing. Because we both don't have driver's licenses. Yeah. But really the money to I afford know. a car. Yeah. But I look at these people and I just automatically go, you're better than me. And Eli. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem very adult. It does. Mm. Well, all the kids. I wish you would do it. I'll try. I'll try. I'm trying to get a few things together in my life. You too. No, (laughs) I don't think I can do it. Okay. No, I mean get your life together. Oh. No, I don't (laughs) think I can do it. All right. So I'm going to sing a little song. Before we enter the chaotic world, something that will soothe us all, remind us that there is some order in the universe, that harmony that feels good. Are you ready, Spencer? I'm ready. Baseline. I want to see what's in Spanny's mind 14 inch turds I just keep on quizzing my love This is the baseline That was incredibly soothing Really? Yeah, like your voice was very like Baseline It was beautiful It was like singing a baby to sleep well, What was the experience <gasps> of? I saw the cutest dad with a baby Not, I'm, I didn't mean to say dad was cute I meant the baby was cute Well, the whole situation was cute and she was two months old. Today? Yeah. Did you say hello? I did. Did Scruffy the dog say hello? No, Scruffy was in his um, carrying case. His, uh, what do you call those things? A papoose? Satchel? <laughs> A papoose? A papoose. <laughs> um, and we said hi, and then mom made a joke, being like, well, get ready to be a dad for 60 years. And he was like, ha thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your mom's just about 60. Is she, is she She's done? Hey, <laughs> she is 60 Three. plus. Yeah. Um, also, also, last thing I'm going to say about walking on the street but, and meeting people. But it's time for your baseline test. Oh, okay. Can I say one more thing? Sure. Um, I met a Newfoundland dog. Mm-hmm. I think that's the name. And they're massive. They're really, really, really big. And the lady had, like, this really artsy-fartsy shirt on with, like, paint splattered. You know, she had, like, blonde bangs, short hair. And she looked at me and she went, You have such an attractive dog. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. She was like Samantha from Sex in the City? Yeah, but to, like, people say handsome, cute, but attractive seemed like a status thing dog is so attractive he carries himself with a certain confidence at some point i'll probably post pictures i don't know yeah your social media accounts have gone silent yeah when's the last time you posted anything the night we went out to see turning red that march yeah and it's now august yeah wow and used to be such a social media i don't know how to go back to it Hmm. a big splash maybe Hello, everybody! You should just post to that giant turd. <laughs> <laughs> if you were more comfortable, like, being on camera, mm-hmm. I would share your face. Because it's so funny. So, anyways, are you ready for your baseline oh, sorry. test yeah. about all things... Chaotic? Chaos theory. Chaos theory. Uh, seven questions. Do you know when the chaos theory began? Uh, the guy who made up that butterfly thing? That was oh. the 60s, but I think it has, like... It went by other names for centuries before that, like certain principles that have been explored. Okay, question one. What does SDIC, SDIC, stand for? (laughs) Oh, say it one more time. SDIC. 
S-D-I-C. Oh, I feel like if I had the first letter of S. Sensory? Think toothpaste. 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 Sensodyne? Uh-huh, but? Sensodyne? Sensodynes? But why do you say, why do you use the word sensodyne a lot? When you mean sensitive? the word? Sensitive? Yes. Okay. Spencer says sensodyne instead of sensitive. No, you took that from me. Okay. So sensitive is the first word, yeah? Sensitive. What's the next syllable? D. <laughs> sensitive. Deliberate. No. Dude. Sensitive dude. Okay, then the I. In. In. Okay, sensitive dude in C. Calgary? Sensitive dude in Calgary. No, it's sensitive dependence on initial conditions. Wait, did I even say the E? The I? Oh. Wait, yeah. what is it again? <laughs> sensitive dependence uh, on initial conditions. So on a little initial. butterfly flapping No, is an initial with an E? No, initial How starts with an I. have not done a spelling episode? We've spelled remember a lot once... Okay, we'll do a spelling episode. But initial starts with an I. Is there an initial? Oh, I'm thinking essential. Essential. Okay. So it's sensitive dependence on initial conditions. I mean, I don't even get what that means. Sensitive initial dependence on dependence? So it's like when a system like the weather or, or the economy, small variables, small changes at the beginning of the system can lead to giant changes down the road. Huge differences. Just say the name again. Sensitive dependence on initial conditions. Sensitive dependence on initial conditions. Yes. Sensitive dependence on, on initial, initial conditions. conditions. Sensitive, Sensitive dependence, dependence on initial conditions. Yeah. Sensitive dependence. Okay. So how like a tornado in Texas could have a sensitive, it could be very dependent on that little butterfly flapping its wings in Brazil. <laughs> Ow! Sorry. Ow! Sorry. You just slammed my toe I'm with sorry. the chair. Sorry, sorry. Why? I didn't know. I didn't, I, didn't know. Ah, I was just trying that's to... That's my ingrown toenail, dude. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was the chair or my foot. It was felt it? like the chair. That was my foot. Because my foot touched your foot. Anyways. <laughs> question two. Ugh. Is chaos different than randomness? Is chaos different? Yes, it is. Okay. Unless well. randomness doesn't exist in the chaos theory. Why is chaos different than randomness? Because chaos has an onset of things that have occurred to create that outcome. Yeah, so true... And randomness sounds like there would be no reason for it to have happened beyond the fact that it was just random. Yeah, so true randomness is completely unpredictable. But chaos at first is predictable so and I, then over time loses its predictability. So it's somewhere uh, between predictable and random. But at first chaos, chaos is? is predictable. Oh, okay. But then so it becomes somewhere... over time unpredictable. Oh, interesting. I feel like there's got to be sci-fi movies where they have computers that are like trying to figure out random chaos or something. Chaos yeah. theory. Um, but what I was going to say was when you're going to a therapist... Yeah. I think they're trying to understand your chaos theories. <laughs> like your personal chaos? Yeah. Well, I guess... Like, oh, why'd you do this? Like... Well, actually, BPD a lot is... It... Did you eat? Have you had hygiene? Have you had hygiene? <laughs> Have you had hygiene? <laughs> Have you had your hygiene? <laughs> but it is sometimes like, okay, why are you so upset that there's clothes on the ground? 
is it because of something else that happened today or something else in your life that's stressing you, like work? Yeah, that's what it's reminding me of. So that's why I think I said the therapy thing. Wow, that's That's it. my chaos theory. It's good insight, I think. But, so chaos is in between randomness and predictability. Yes, because at first a chaotic system is somewhat predictable, but then over time it becomes too complex and becomes uh, unpredictable. Okay. So, for example, our next question, the weather is a chaotic system. It is? Yeah, but, but there's weather There people. are weather predictions, yes. <laughs> But essentially, after a certain period of time, these weather uh, predictions become blah, 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 these, blah, we- these weather predictions. <laughs> it's just taking a little too long for me. <laughs> okay. After a while, these weather predictions become no better than a guess or no better than just the daily average over the history for that day of the year. Huh? So how far can yeah. we predict the weather in any meaningful way? Seven days. Correct. One week. That's about as far as we can predict As far as we can go. Yes. Great. Great job. Oh, thanks. Okay. In physics. I'm a little bored. Spencer? Yeah. That's very predictable of you. Be a little unpredictable for this chaos episode. I have to fart, but that's also predictable. I thought you were getting into it. You were making some interesting points. About therapy? Yeah. <laughs> In physics, this J word. My coffee isn't cold enough. Okay. Is that going to cause some problems down the road, you think? Yeah. What will, what could that potentially influence? Just my ability to drink it, and then you'll be annoyed because I didn't finish it. Oh, it's going to increase your boredom because you won't have the caffeine in you to yeah. pay better attention. I'll try to have a sip. What's your favorite drink? Not alcoholic, but what is something that you absolutely love to drink? Huh. Coca-Cola? Really? Situational, of course. Yeah, okay. I mean, a nice glass of water can be perfect sometimes. Boring. Iced tea. Iced tea is awesome. Palmer. Iced tea, you finish quick. Because it's not carbonated. I finish it quick. Because it's not carbonated. I like smoothies. Yes, Spencer makes so many smoothies and never cleans the blender. Yeah. Question four. In physics, this J word... So a word that starts with a J, that's what you have to try to figure out, is the rate at which an object's acceleration changes with respect to time. What J word describes the rate at which an object's acceleration changes with respect to time? A word that starts with a J. Can you, uh, what it sound like? No, just any word that starts with a J that you think could describe acceleration changing. Jaguar. Jaguar, no. I was looking for jerk. (laughs) Or jolt. Oh, okay. <laughs> jolt. And uh, I'm gonna read you this because as I was researching, this made I me need laugh. Help! I'm really, really bored right now. Well, this might cheer you up, okay? Like the chair is bugging me. Uh huh. Well, it's a shorter quiz today. So you only have three more questions after this. Okay, uh, so this is just all. Ab- tell me another story. I'm gonna read something to you. This is all about jerk. Okay. Jerk. This- yeah, this physics word, jerk. Differential equations of the form are sometimes called jerk Ooh, equations. I love listening to this. Just listen. <laughs> it's funny, maybe. Differential equations of the form are sometimes called jerk equations. It's been shown that a jerk equation, which is equivalent to a system of three first order ordinary nonlinear differential equations, is in a certain sense the minimal setting for solutions showing chaotic behavior. This motivates mathematical interest in jerk systems. Systems You're being a jerk system because you're talking so quick. (laughs) 
Systems involving a fourth or higher derivative are, are called accordingly hyperjerk systems. These circuits are known as jerk circuits. Okay, I think uh, you're relying on the word jerk to make it funny. Well, I thought it might be funny. Yes, no? Yeah. Okay, great. Question five. Well, After a while, the prediction... Wait, wh- what was that? I just thought it was funny how many times they said That wasn't jerk. a question? No, it was just... It was just all listening? Yeah. <laughs> 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 question five. After a while, the predictability of a system goes to zero. It's no better than a guess, like we talked about with the weather. Can I work backwards, though, from a current system to discover what its initial conditions were? Could I work backwards from that tornado to get back to that butterfly? Yes. No, you cannot. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes. So you can either go that you far in the future. You have to go forward? You can't go that... You can't... You can't what predi- am I saying? You can't, <laughs> you can't predict that part that far into the future, and you can't also discover what a system's initial conditions were just from what it is currently. So you can't go into the future or the past with any reliability. But that's what I'm doing when I'm talking about my poo. How I'm so? going backwards, I think. Or forwards. I'm talking about taking the pills, being in the hospital. Well, you keep this poo example in mind, because it could be useful for the second test. What? <laughs> okay. I don't get what you just said. All right, question six. In dynamical systems, an attractor is a set of states toward which a system tends to evolve. That's um, from Wikipedia. So Scruffy Systems is... that don't settle on a specific point but instead approach a kind of similar space are called A. This is multiple choice. A, strange attractors. B, weird attractors. C, bizarre attractors. Or D, freaky attractors. D. Freaky attractors? No, it's uh, strange attractors. Okay, so Scruffy is a Havanese King Charles Cavalier, if anyone was wondering. Also can be called a Cavanese. Why are you talking about Scruffy right now? I don't know. It's just fun. So strange attractor. I love talking about him. You do? Yeah. Like, that's all my mom and I do. Has it brought you closer together? Yeah, it has. Hmm. There was a lot of distance for a bit. Hmm. Do you remember when we would walk down the street and turn our heads suddenly and look into restaurants and say, say freaky. freaky. And then people would get scared and look at us? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. You should try it. Sometimes they get a bit mad. <laughs> question seven. Uh, Last question. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What do you think of the chaos theory? Uh, I found it like pretty hard for me to understand a lot of it. But uh, I don't know. That idea that chaos is different than randomness, that really spoke to me. Hmm. It spoke to you. Question seven. What is deterministic versus... Non-deterministic. Okay. Deterministic is when a person, place, or thing Mm -hmm. is determined to know the outcome of the chaos theory. Mm -hmm. Undeterministic is the opposite when you're not at all wanting to know. So I'm undeterministic. Uh, That's not correct. Uh, It is. (laughs) So what? don't listen to Eli. <laughs> We're up for an educational podcast award. Yes. This man's wrong every single time. <laughs> I'm correct. I would double check anything that we say on this podcast. No. Don't double check that. No. 
Basil. So deterministic means if given the same initial bah, 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 values. Bah, 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 bah. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah. So given the same initial values, a system will return the same results each time. So those oh. initial conditions will always return the same results. So chaotic systems are deterministic. Non-deterministic would mean the initial values could be the same and you get different <laughs> results. Okay? Oh, I see. I see. So it could just constantly be different. It would be truly unpredictable. But a chaotic system, like we said, at first is predictable. This is what I imagined when you said it. We've got squiggly lines. Yeah. You got the ability to draw two lines, and uh, it's on this big paper, and the undeterministic, the lines always go in different spots, and you never know where they're going to go. You're onto something here. And you might be interested in looking at graphs of like some of these chaotic systems, like the Lorenz attractor, which is a, a, a strange attractor. And you can see how it plots and how they sort of, they go in similar patterns and shapes, but they're at different points. They're always different. They're globally stable, locally unstable. Very interesting. And they actually look like a butterfly, these Lorenz attractor graphs. Uh, you should check it out. Anyways. How are you so smart? I'm not. I don't understand half the things I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so currently you have... Do you miss the Nespresso? No, not at all. Yeah, what a mistake. Uh, since we bought an espresso machine in January, uh, doesn't Have use it anymore. No, because I need to buy like some washing pod for it, which is expensive. It does seem like a lot of products these days. It's how do we get people to keep once they've bought our thing? How do we keep them buying stuff from us? And that's what these Nespresso pods seem to me like. And then even you have to buy the cleaner from them. Yeah, I thought that'd be free. Whereas like the coffee maker is just. Beans. Buy a bag, buy a bag of beans, and you're yeah, and you can buy all sorts of different beans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are lots of beans to buy. Anyways, but so you currently the have espresso tastes a bit better. I don't think so. I think for like what I'm looking for, like the iced coffee drinks, it yeah. tastes more like what I buy at places. I might have bad taste in coffee because I've I get like the fancy coffees and stuff from those. Oh, and it, it those just tastes really little, bitter. They too? taste like celery to me and celery, celery salt or something. They they have an odd taste to them. I'd say it's better. So I'm fine with Tim Hortons or McDonald's or this sort of just brewed coffee at home. Maybe yeah, I'm a you coffee sound idiot. A bit fancy right now. Maybe you could quiz me on coffee for an episode. One thing that's cool about coffee beans. Yeah is when you're at like perfume places and mm -hmm. you're sniffing perfumes they have coffee beans out so you can smell them and cleanse your senses cleanse your nose palate yeah does it work so you can really i don't know smell the perfume that was what my life was like as a kid a lot of like being with mom spraying perfumes on herself trying to get samples at and shoppers? then me lying her telling me the type of scents i liked as a child and be like woodsy <laughs> Barky, bark, because she doesn't like floral. What? What do you mean you're lying? So I could get some extra samples. Oh, to say that you liked a different kind. Yeah. So you get and this is a shopper's drug mart. This is at Sephora, Halt yeah. Renfrew. And at shopper's drug mart, you've been known to go in. Hey. And completely do your makeup and leave, right? No, that was a while ago, a long time ago. Pre-pandemic. No, but you don't understand. People think that's really disgusting, and I would never uh, do it anymore. So that's why I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> oh, because those samples a uh, bunch of people are using? Yeah. Oh, you just put it on your hand, right? Not your actual face? There is some sort of bug that is biting me nonstop because I have a new bite. Okay. See? It's on my middle finger. 
I'm just itchy throughout my hand. All right. I don't want to do whatever final test it is. It's 32 minutes. I'm done. Spencer? Th- that's it for the show. No. I'm done. I don't want to do this. That's not fair. Spencer, I... you don't know how long I read and tried to understand <laughs> chaos theory and tried to find questions that would possibly work. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to do this test. You okay? do the test, honey. You're doing the test. You do the Son. test. Honey. Son. I'm not doing it. Son? No. So you currently have Itchy. 20. You currently have 29%. So you need 71% on this next final test. Gosh, that's really a lot. What are the stakes for this episode, Center? I will buy the next bag of coffee beans. If you fail? Yeah. And if you pass? Because we're out. You buy the next bag of coffee beans. That's it? That's it. Fine. (laughs) Okay. And since this is your test. I'm not doing it. Spencer. Listeners. (laughs) Spencer. I hate. I hate. Okay, then we're up in the stakes. Not just the bag of coffee. You're buying the next round of groceries. No! Yes. Model a system (laughs) (laughs) for your poo. Ooh. That is chaotic. (laughs) Okay, so it has to be deterministic. So given the same variables, it'll always give the same answer. What are the initial conditions of your poo system? I don't understand this. What is the predictive power Can of you your poo system? please do it and then at least... What set of states does your system tend what? to evolve towards? I don't towards? understand what you're saying. I'll explain it off mic. But you no, have to describe... You do it. You have you to describe your chaotic poo system. You know my poo how just as we, well as me. I want to know. How, how can we predict... I tell you every single time I poop. Spencer. Actually, I had diarrhea today, so... Spencer, how can we predict... When you will poo, what it will be like, how large. Can we do it together? Sure. Really? Fine. How? Okay, so we're going to try to make a, a Spencer poop predictive system. Okay, so are we going to make a graph? Uh, I don't know about a graph. If you want to make a graph, you can. Oh, okay. okay. And we'll be right back. That's how you get help. <laughs> Hello. Hey, we're back. We tried to figure this out together. I don't know if either of us fully grasp any of this. But <laughs> you you grasp more than me. We did our best. I certainly tried harder than Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to agree. No, you can't. You can't. No one knows. <laughs> I have to agree with your grade nine geography teacher that your initiative needs improvement. Oh. So next episode, I want to see some improvement. Wait, it's just done like that? Uh, no, we have to describe our system for are predicting whether oh. or not whether or not you'll have a poo on a certain day. Okay. So some initial conditions or variables we thought of were uh did I have coffee? Yeah. And coffee usually takes a few days for it to work for me now. So you think so have you did you have coffee 3 days prior? Yes, okay. did I have coffee 3 days in a row? Um Oh, it has to be in a row. Yeah. Okay. Um if I'm having a lot of milky products that's gonna back me up. Okay, yeah, dairy is and not I've good. And I've been having lots of dairy. Yeah, lots of But ice now cream. we're gonna try to stop that. Yeah, go a bit vegan for a bit. Yes. Um, what else did we write down? Water, water consumption. Negative, probably not that much. You rarely drink water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you've taken a laxative. Yeah, which I haven't in a while. Yes, and you've tried two times, right? Yeah. <laughs> suppository version. <laughs> There's just like a water <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think he would oh, say anything. And then uh, the pill. <laughs> the chocolate. 
Uh, your medication, obviously, one of the side effects of your medications is constipation. Yeah. Uh, what exercise? Are you exercising? No, but I've found in the past when I do exercise, it can make things move a lot quicker, though I don't know what that would be like with medication. Mm -hmm. So how would you weight these variables? Which are the most important? I think the most important is consistent coffee and taking out the amount of dairy I was having. Okay, so if we were to try to make a graph of this. Uh, this hurts my head. Coffee, dairy, <laughs> we'd assign them a constant value. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's beyond us mathematically to actually model this uh, poo predictor for Spencer. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to fail both of us for this episode. So we get groceries together. We'll split the bill, but we're definitely getting some prune juice. You think? Why not? Oh, I'd rather just eat prunes. Which reminds me of a story I could tell about okay. prune juice. As a kid, I loved grape juice. One day at the grocery store, my dad accidentally bought prune juice because it looked the same as the grape juice bottle. And it was just in our fridge for a while because no one wanted to drink it. But my cousin, she came to babysat and she saw this bottle of prune juice and it lit something in her mind that I needed to drink the prune juice. That there wouldn't be prune juice in the fridge if my dad didn't want me to drink it. And I said, no, he bought it by accident. She's like, don't lie to me. You're drinking this prune juice. <laughs> and she forced me to drink prune juice. Nobody told her about the prune juice. She just saw a bottle in the fridge. So it's kind of like a chaos theory of my dad, maybe he's tired that day, sees the wrong, just doesn't pay enough attention because maybe he's had a hard day at work. Maybe his, him and my mom's relationships is really on the rocks right now. <laughs> You know, and maybe I caused it. Maybe my bad behavior as a child makes my parent like puts a strain on my parents' relationship. My dad's kind of mind is elsewhere. He buys prune juice by accident. Then my cousin, who for some reason insists that I drink it when she sees it, and then all of a sudden I'm drinking prune juice. Does that make sense? Yeah. And you're going to be drinking prune juice too. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> okay, Mister. I think there comes a time when. You're at a certain age as a babysitter where you're a bit of a bully. Or yeah. even if you're a sibling, like, and you're a bit older, there's a bit of a bulliness to you. Like, you want to be, like, a p parent, but not a parent. Like, you want to assert dominance, and then you have these weird things where it's like, hey, drink it because I said so. Yeah. My cousin... I'm the babysitter. I'm left in charge. I'm only four years older than you now put on a sock <laughs> my cousin was nuts with power she yeah. like we couldn't do anything until she'd watched her four like syndicated episodes of full house oh i remember one day she said you're not eating till seven and i was like i'm really hungry she's like go to your room <laughs> oh no and then and i for some reason i had hoarded pizza crusts in the little oh. desk and they're like a week or two years old. I'm so hungry and I'm eating these pizza crusts that I've hoarded. And my sister, she ratted me out. Oh, no. <laughs> for eating my hoarded pizza crust because our baby, my cousin, the babysitter, would, you say would that not was feed us until a certain chaos time. Chaos theory? I don't know why I hoarded the pizza crust. That's such, such chaos a chaos theory exists. I can only think that I would have stuffed them because I was too lazy to throw them out or something. <laughs> why would I hoard pizza crusts in my desk? Did, you, did your power ever go to your head as a babysitter? Um, I can't imagine you going on a power trip as a babysitter. I think I did a little bit with my sister. I remember it wasn't too bad, but it was just like 
she was at the age where she wanted to do things for me, like maybe like four. And I'd be like, get me some juice. Get me one of your juice boxes. And she'd be like, okay. (laughs) Or like, yeah. In a mean way or just sort of taking advantage of it? Taking advantage. Um, And I, yeah. But I'm not going to make myself sound bad ever. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Well, I think, should we say goodbye? Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. I said it again.